What are the red flags that you are in a toxic relationship with a narcissist and that it's time to start thinking about getting out? Well, todayqueenbeing.com, Kim Saeed and I will discuss that with you. So let's get started. My name is Angie Atkinson and on this channel, I offer free daily video coaching to help you discover, understand, and overcome narcissistic abuse and toxic relationships. I like to call it toxic relationship rehab. So if that sounds good to you, hit that subscribe button and we'll just get going. So as you know, yesterday I interviewed Kim Saeed and you can take a look at that video right there. But anyway, I interviewed Kim Saeed and one of the first things we discussed was what are the red flags of a toxic relationship? So let me show you that conversation. Take a look. What are your thoughts on recognizing that you are in an abusive relationship? I found that a lot of people don't recognize it while they're in the middle of it. I didn't. What about you? What? Well, you know, I think there were probably some red flags. And back then, I didn't know how to handle them. So basically what was happening is things were happening in that relationship that were really kind of out of the norm some really um, awful verbal abuse, fighting all the time, just feeling like I was at fault for everything. Um, you know, in a normal healthy relationship, typically you're very nervous and unsure of yourself in the beginning, but as time goes on, you start to feel more comfortable with that person. You get closer to that person. But when you're with a low empathy individual, uh, it's the opposite. You feel great in the beginning. And then as time goes on, you feel worse and worse about yourself. So basically it's about how the relationship makes you feel. And I often refer to it as the relationship climate. If you have one or two sunny days out of the month and the rest is all hurricanes and tsunamis, uh, that's a red flag. Absolutely. Um, or if things are happening um, that are kind of outside of the norm, such as the verbal abuse or the, the, um, the infidelities, you know, over and over. So you want to look at those things and, you know, a lot of people do kind of feel like they have to slap that label of narcissist onto the person, mm -hmm. but that's not necessary. It's all about how you feel inside the relationship. I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. And I've said that before too. You don't, the labels are really irrelevant. You know, <laughs> some people on my, in my community around my channel call narcissists cupcakes because one day I said in a live stream that somebody asked me about the label and I said, labels are, it's irrelevant. You call them cupcake if you want to. <laughs> right. How they make you feel. That's yeah. cute. <laughs> <laughs> Much cuter than narcissists. But yeah, <laughs> anyway. absolutely. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't want that to downplay the severity of it, you know? So, right. Yeah. So, I think a big thing that people should focus on is, let's say, you know, we have so many different checklists out there on the internet. You want to use the good ones. You don't want to use some buzz, you know, quiz. Um, you want to go to a, a reputable site. I think Psychology Today has some, Psych Central has some. If the person that you are with is checking off that checklist, that's another red flag. So. Yes. That's a big indicator that you're probably dealing with a narcissist and we shouldn't try to over identify with any um, stories they tell us about their childhood or why they're acting that way. If they're checking off those checklists, then you probably are with a low empathy or narcissistically disordered person. Absolutely. Any other thoughts on red flags? Sometimes there's the covert abuse where you know, like maybe they're not abusive, but they're always cheating. 
uh, and you find out they have five or six other lovers. There's really no reason for that. Uh, there's no way, there's no reason to try to make that relationship work, you know, narcissist or not. If your partner's cheating on you, then that's yeah. a good reason to leave. Absolutely agree. Yep. I'm also going to share with you a couple more pieces. The first thing is going to be four signs that you are in a toxic relationship right now. Take a look. So a lot of times in toxic relationships, one or both partners might find themselves clinging to some other substance or, or behavior, developing an additional addiction, just like the one that they have to their partner that actually helps them kind of numb out and kind of stop feeling the negative feelings that they're getting out of their toxic relationship. There's internal drama within the relationship. There's drama from outside the relationship when we're talking about other people trying to get involved or cheating and all kinds of stuff like this. And bottom line, it sucks the energy right out of anyone involved, especially if you're an empath. You know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and yet expecting different results. Well, that's really common when you're talking about a toxic relationship. One or both partners might be trying the same thing. Let's talk about it. Let's go to counseling. Let's do this. Let's do that. None of those things work. And yet they keep trying and they don't try anything different. Possibly the worst part of all of this is that very often we don't even recognize that we're in a toxic relationship. And this is true for men and women. So what happens is we continue the cycle. And if, our, if we do have an addiction that comes along with it, guess what? It gets worse. And you might go from being a sweet, caring, loving, thoughtful person who has all kinds of friends and people in their lives and everything is great to somebody who's cold and withdrawn and depressed and unhappy and miserable has no friends. So how do you know if your relationship is toxic? Well, let's talk about it. The first sign that you need to watch for is how you feel. Are you feeling kind of yucky all the time? Are you feeling unhappy, miserable? Do you find yourself just kind of wondering what would life be like with someone else or alone? Is there any verbal abuse in the relationship? Are you getting put down all the time or made fun of? Do you feel like when you hear your partner pull into the driveway that you get a little anxious? Or when you pull into the driveway, does your tummy hurt a little bit? That's the first symptom. If you feel bad a lot, if you feel yucky a lot, you feel miserable or unhappy, you might be in a toxic relationship. The next thing you need to watch for is manipulation. If you're going through a relationship where you're getting tons of manipulation, if every time you turn around there's some game being played, or your partner's trying to control your feelings, or you're trying to control their feelings, or if they get excited, you know, you shoot down their happiness, or you get excited, they shoot down your happiness. If, let's say, you discover a new hobby, you just love to paint or something, and your partner's like, you're terrible at painting, that's a sign. Anything where partners don't support one another in the relationship, or one partner's doing all the supporting and the other one isn't, any kind of manipulation, negativity, that kind of stuff, possibly in a toxic relationship. If you or your partner is constantly feeling jealous or angry or upset about the other partner talking to people of the opposite or same sex, whatever y'all are into, or you're constantly being cheated on or worried about being cheated on or your partner feels like they need to keep control over you all the time because you might cheat on them. Do you, you know, if you get 20 questions every time you walk through the front door, if you feel like you're not allowed to have friends and if you do have friends, your partner must control all the friends. If jealousy is going on anywhere in the relationship and it's a constant problem and, and it's becoming un unhealthy and you're finding yourself feeling restricted by it, it could be a toxic relationship. Jealousy is a straight-up poison to any healthy relationship. And number four, are you codependent or is your partner codependent? Do you feel like you can't enjoy your life unless you're connected to your partner? Are you kind of one of those joined at the hips kind of couples and you feel miserable if 
you're not with them, but then you also feel miserable when you are with them. Do you need every second of your partner's attention or do they need every second of your attention? Do you feel like you're controlling or being controlled? If your partner's not home, do you feel scared or upset or nervous? Is there insecurity running rampant all over that relationship? Is that happening for you? If so, you might be in a toxic relationship. Now, take a look at this quick checklist that I put together in a previous video where I talked about seven ways to recognize a narcissist. This is a list of questions you can ask yourself about anyone in your life. It doesn't have to be a romantic partner. It could be anyone. So take a look at this. One thing that you need to know, bottom line, is that the biggest indicator of whether or not someone is a narcissist is whether or not they're able to show and use empathy. If they treat people without empathy, if they take action that shows that that person has no empathy, if they make decisions without considering the people in their lives, then they might be a narcissist. Today, we're gonna go over a checklist to give you an idea of exactly what kinds of behaviors you might recognize in someone in your life if they are a narcissist. All right, so let's do that checklist. Here we go. Narcissists are so self-centered and self-indulgent that they see friends and lovers just as extensions of themselves. They are obsessed with flattery and they demand to be adored and have attention to themselves at all times. Sadly, some narcissists are also very seductive and at first you might be very attracted to them without realizing exactly what it is that you're getting yourself into. Because their egos are so very fragile, they constantly crave attention, which eventually puts anyone who dares to get involved with them at risk of being on the losing end of that relationship. To help you with some tips on identifying a narcissistic type, ask yourself the following questions. Does the person lose interest when they are not the center of attention? Are most conversations about them, whether you try to change the subject or not? Are they always fishing for compliments? If you criticize them, do they literally fall apart, especially if it refers to their looks or their mistakes? Do you catch them talking about all of their supposed lost loves, each of whom seem to have some pretty major flaws that caused the person to break up with them? If they are not getting special treatment or constant attention, do they get mad and have temper tantrums? For example, if they're not waited on fast enough in restaurants, or if they didn't get the best seat at the movies, do they get upset? Do you find a pattern of this person just using people to get what they want and then discarding them when their own needs are met? If you recognize these behaviors in any person in your life, be very careful and consider carefully how deeply you want to remain involved with that person. These people are toxic and their poison can infect your entire life. If this rang true for you, I need you to know that painfully, it's a harsh reality, but you won't be enough for the narcissist. We've all got to understand this. Even if you completely change yourself and you become the narcissist's idea of the imagined perfect person, it never matters. Fact is, when it comes to the narcissist and their perception of you, it will never be enough. No matter how amazing you are, it won't be enough for a narcissist. Don't let yourself be confused here, my friend. It's not you. The fact is that since the narcissist is so personally broken on the inside, nobody on earth can ever feel the endless hole of need that he or she carries around, well, at least not for long. There are so many manipulation tactics, and they are underhanded and sneaky, very often undetectable. Most narcissists have these in common to the extent that most of their victims say 
that reading about the abuse suffered by others can feel like reading their own stories. And yet they're so definable that even a child can learn to recognize them. Now this brings me to the question of the day. And the question of the day is, do you recognize someone you know in these signs that we talked about today? Are you dealing with a narcissist? Share your thoughts, your ideas, your experiences in the comment section below and let's talk about it. Now, make sure you take a look at the videos in the links above and in the description below because I'm going to share more videos with you on how to recognize a narcissist. And stay tuned tomorrow for my next video with Kim Saeed from LetMeReach.com. All right. That's all I've got for you right now. As always, thanks so much for being a part of my day and a part of my life. And hey, thanks for letting me be a part of yours. It really does mean a lot to me. I'll see you soon. It's my mission to teach others what I know to be true. You really can create the life you want. Take care of your body. Take care of your soul. Nurture the real you and introduce him or her to the world. Be comfortable in your own skin and in your place in this world. Take your spot. Take it now. And the universe will take its cue from you. You feel me? If so, subscribe to my channel. Let's get it done together.